You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Trey Holiday, and I want to welcome you to an amazing Thursday we have for you today. So excited because I got some amazing guests in the building. I, I first get to speak with Miss Marla Lusant, and she is one of the amazing actresses who is in Hades Town, coming back. One of my favorite shows with Broadway across America, and so I'm so glad I get to talk to her about her background and her role, uh, and how this is such a phenomenal show. She'll give us some little insight. Um, and then later, I also get to talk to Halea DeBarros. She's here with the Franklin Alumni uh, Association and Foundation. They have an amazing career fair and scholarship uh, fair that is going on soon. So she'll be telling us all about that as well. But of course, you know, it's the top of the show and it's a perfect time to tag and share the stream. Go ahead and participate with us, y'all. Tag and share the stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dopeness right here on The Day with Trey. If you can't watch our TV show here, we surely have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in The Day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music, Whichever one is your favorite, go ahead and search for us and y'all will find us there. Well, today also marks uh, uh, an anniversary of sorts that just struck all of our hearts here in the Central District and beyond when we lost our beloved Devon Pickett Jr. You know, we took, uh, uh, took this very seriously here because it really impacted so many of us here at Converge. And we just want to send our love to the Pickett family. And of course, to my sis, Kiana Pickett, we love you so much. Just take a look at Devon Pickett's impact on all of us. My marathon and my journey in a, in a nutshell has been a constant change of different things and uh, you know, different experiences with different type of people. We got to start to create our own and empower our own. Uh, I feel like the ways that they set for us, it, it won't ever be enough. So we got to uh, we got to build our own. And, and a lot of that comes from like self-awareness. I feel like that was a big part for me, just like embracing who I am, the culture I come from, while, you know, blazing that trail, running my own marathon of what I want to uh, come to fruition. Today, we commemorate more than just a life. We commemorate a legacy of community building, empowerment, and a vision of the future. And with this first step, we will continue honoring a man larger than life. I would be remiss to not say that we're here as the result of something tragic. Gun violence killed my cousin, Devon Pickett Sr. Gun violence killed my cousin, Devon Pickett Jr. This is part of our fabric now. Devon is part of our history. He's part of our story. He will live on in our hearts, and he's going to live on our streets. I don't know if it's really understood how big it is to be a child of your city, to like live your life through purpose, to give back. We have three children, so every morning I see Devon in their face. I'm so proud. I'm so proud. I just wish my baby was here with us to 
celebrate. And for me, um, my journey is to keep my baby's name alive wherever I can do that. And um, so that's my fight. There'll be people who come through here who never knew who Devon Pickett Jr. was. There are people right here right now who never knew who Devon Pickett Sr. was. But we do. And we always have and we always will. Let him and his example serve as a reminder to us all that what we do in this life echoes into eternity. Devon Pickett Jr., our own hometown hero, our Nipsey Hustle of the Central District is forever etched in our hearts. I appreciate my grandson and I love him and long live Devon Pickett Jr. Stop playing! My vision is for uh, like-minded like people like us to to continue to like put that message out that you know like we can do it and then we can essentially build build like the new central district i try to keep that in mind and just want people to know like you can really be yourself man you you appear you with your intentions um and you got a vision and a plan it'll it'll work out Wow. I mean, it's clear after this entire year of people getting together, there were so many different celebrations of his life and his legacy. So many who have devoted themselves to continuing that legacy and trying to fill the void, knowing that in their own minds, they're like, man, I may come up short, but let me do what I can. And so shout out again to the entire Pickett family. Our love is here with y'all. We are rocking with y'all all the all the way through this and we're here for you. I'm so glad that we were able to show that and also remind all of you out there of his impact here again in the Central District and beyond. Well, uh, right now, I actually would love to bring Marla in from Hades Town, uh, who's joining us via StreamYard. Hi, Marla. How are you this morning? Well, I am doing well. So honored to be here to tell my story and share a little bit about Hades Town. I hear you heard like watch the show three times. Yes, yeah, I'm, I'm such a huge fan. Uh, it's an amazing show. And it's interesting because this is such a popular show that Broadway across America decided to bring it back in like a back-to-back -back season, which is really unheard of. Um, so just before we get into your background, tell us about some of the ways that you've been experiencing the popularity and the high demand for this show. Sure. I had auditioned seven times for the show and had no idea how big of an impact it had on the audiences. Like we have fans out the door for, um, I've received some uh, stage door gifts, phone uh, cases, drawings of us. Like it is truly a huge impactful show and it just shows how important and just um, relatable it is to everybody who's a dreamer, who's a lover, who has hope for changing the world um, one one cycle at a time. So yeah, I, it has been an honor to be a part of this boomer of a show. Wow. I mean, seven different times that you've auditioned, yeah. that's saying something huge about your dedication to bringing your brilliance <laughs> to this show. Tell us about your background. What got you started in acting and theater? Sure. Um, I've been on and off in my performance journey ever since I was a, a kid. Um, my first show was Once Upon a Mattress in fourth grade, um, but I was raised a Jehovah's Witness coming up in New York City. So, so, you know, it wasn't like allowed to have a dream of being on the stage and being perceived by all. Um, and so 
coming up in a conservative household, it was kind of like an extracurricular that we we do for fun. Me and my younger sister did. Um, and so on and off till high school, I did a show called Carolina Change, which changed my life from that point forward. I won the Jimmy Awards, which are basically the high school version of the Tony Awards. Um, and ever since then, I was able to develop my craft um, while studying computer science, fun fact, <laughs> uh, because coming from a Haitian household, you know, it is the first generation um, dream to, to be a lawyer or a, a anything but a performer, <laughs> um, because we know how hard it is to, to find that big, big contract like Hadestown. So um, it really feels like a dream come true for my younger self and also my current self every day to get up on that stage and tell the story. Well, I love this. I, you know, it's one of those things where you, uh, for me, there's always these unique characteristics I find in everyone's background story, right? Whatever it is that got you there to that stage, it's like every bit of it was worth <laughs> it. So I love hearing that. Now you're playing one of the fates, which yes, I, I mean, the, the, there's three of y'all in the show. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, y'all have some of the coldest harmonies yes. that you bring to this. Yeah. Tell us more about the music, because I think that that's really where a lot of people find their love for this show is yeah. that it's all it's it's the whole thing is sung. And, uh, you know, learning more about the background uh, when I first saw Hades Town. There was so much effort and thought and intention put into the music and the score. So tell us more about that music piece, because if you're one of the fates, I'm telling you, I know you're going to be bringing it every night. Yes, harmonies are tight every single time. And I, I have the honor of playing the Fate 3, which is like the lower contralto notes. Um, as somebody who has lower registers, there are not a lot of shows written for us um, in that way. So being able to sit in them rich, velvety notes um, while supporting my Fate sisters means a lot. Um, and in terms of the music, it is genre bending, genre list. <laughs> um, we get to be a part of the band as being the Fates. I am the accordion Fate, which I learned to be a part of the show. Um, that first day I was like, oh, maybe I'll be the tambo fate. I, I have no idea. But once you walk into rehearsal, they're like, and we're going to start with the accordion for you. So, um, you know, learning new skills, learning to be a part of the band while also acting and dancing and doing um, who, everything in between uh, while being able to interfere with the human lives um, on stage for Town. So like Orpheus and Eurydice um, and the other workers as we um, really get to direct, direct how um, the story goes each time. Um, and I know that you, I'm, I'm trying not to spill, spill the tea too much about how the music and how the cycles of the show work, but uh, definitely something that everybody should come and see because there's something in it for everybody, for real. Yeah, that's really why I think I saw it three times because I, mm -hmm. you know, I wanted to bring other people along with me. You know, my my uh, Converge Queen sister here and I, Basa Gordon, you know, went down to California to see the opening show uh, last season and we were both so blown away. And then when it came to Seattle, I was like, oh my gosh, I got to come <laughs> several more times because I just want to experience it with other people, right? And um, it was beautiful, the story in and of itself, but also the music just is so enchanting. And, you know, when you talk about, you, you know, learning accordion and coming in, tell us more about some of the rehearsal that it takes to get y'all ready to tour this and be on all these stages uh, throughout the country. Sure. Um, so I'm a newer part of the team, a newer part of the cast, um, and was able to like start rehearsals with 
three other fates or like the two other fates to total. Um, Hermes, um, we also had Eurydice that was also coming in at the same time. So we were able to have a lot of the bodies that we would expect to once we were flown out to uh, Sacramento was our first city to start getting on stage. The turntable, I know you know what I'm talking about. Um, when uh, you're thinking about the technical elements of the show and the fog and everything that can't be felt in a rehearsal room that's like four by four, you know, um, in terms of the walls and a, a very static dot <laughs> that represents the turntable. Um, so we had three weeks in New York for rehearsal and then two weeks before we opened in LA, which was two weeks ago. Um, so we've been a part of the show for two weeks. Um, our third full week is gonna be in Seattle, which we're excited about from October 31st to November 5th. Um, and so, yeah, it, it was, quick. We, we learned that choreography um, alongside the music pretty quickly. And then it was a matter of like um, starting to get the order of the show together, um, slow and steady, but also all at the same time, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Um, and that's that's theater uh, theater for you. And it's uh, the word is enchanting. It felt like an enchanting experience all throughout um, because there are so many pieces to the puzzle. And um, as somebody who's a multi-hyphenate across like production and um, writing, I, I love to be a social organizer as well. Um, um, three years in the game in terms of organizing for our survival as a abolitionist organizer here. So, um, you know, I love having many things up in the air and tending to with my community and theater is a great way to do that as well. It really is, you know, because those stories are what capture so many folks. They see themselves in the story. I really appreciate you sharing that. Look, there's something for everyone here. Uh, you just gave us a little bit there, but uh, in terms of when it's coming, uh, Paramount Theater, the 31st through the 5th of November. Uh, Marla, thank you so much for joining me. If folks out there want to connect with you and follow you as you are in one show after another, uh, you can give us your socials or how can they connect more with you? Absolutely. You can find me at Marla Lou underscore on Instagram at Marla Lou TikTok and MarlaLou.com to follow along on the journey as I take my visionary Haitian self across the country and tell the story one city at a time. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. Marla, I'm so glad that you had time in your busy schedule to join me today. Thank you so much. I can't wait to see you Thanks on stage. Yes. And hope to meet you at the stage. Or I'll see you then. Yes, absolutely. Bye. Bye. Oh my gosh. Y'all, I really am such a fan of this show, but in general, there's something so special about live performance and theater. And this is one of those shows that you want to get yourself a ticket for. I'm telling you, uh, these tickets do sell out because everybody is looking forward to this story and this show. There's so much put into the costumes and the set design that bring it all to life, along with the music and the amazing acting that's happening. So I promise you, it's not one that, that you will be disappointed pointed with if you get those tickets as a fun date night or a family night bring yourself to the paramount so you can see this show well up next y'all i have miss halea debarros joining me we're going to be talking all about franklin alumni association and foundation and their amazing scholarship and career fair that's coming up soon stay tuned right after this short break y'all you're watching the day with trey Hey, I'm Vesa Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Vesa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, 
interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teams, we got you too. Back to Base is Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. I learned about the ANU program through many different community organizations. The program, um, they're very good at making sure that you meet the right people. My favorite part would have to be the community building um, and also the volunteer opportunities as well. I've been working on my physical health a lot more. I've been intentional about that and they're very big on that. I'm still learning how transformational it is um, because there's just so much opportunity. It's a great program and they will support you. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Town is the Tony and Grammy Award-winning Best Musical. It's an epic celebration of music, togetherness, and hope. A Broadway musical like no other. This is as good as it gets. Town. Playing the Paramount Theater October 31st to November 5th. Tickets at sdgpresents.org. Big Tobacco thinks they know everything. They think they know you your community, the places you go, the way that you spend your time. They think they got you all figured out, down to a formula, a calculation based off of numbers of what they think they know. Show them they're wrong. Learn more at theythinktheyknowyou.org. Get ready for a night of solid gold. Welcome back, everyone, to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is Halea DeBarros. We're going to be talking all about the Franklin Association. <laughs> The Franklin Alumni Association and Foundation. Very long name. Yeah, that's all right, though. How are you, Helena? I'm great. I'm great. Thanks so much for having us here today. Yeah, thank you for being here. I mean, this is, a, I'm, a, I'm a bulldog. Everyone knows this out there. Heart, uh, okay, we're going to forgive you yeah. for today and, 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 and be in community together. Yeah, no, but, but when I heard about this opportunity that y'all are putting together, I was like, oh, no, how do we share with everyone? How do we tell more about this? First off, tell us about you actually joining the association. Clearly, you are a Franklin alum. I am, yeah, uh, repping my uh, Franklin uh, high school soccer sweatshirt here today as well, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm class of 2002, um, proud, proud Franklin alumni. I think, I'm sure you know, Bulldogs are proud too, but um, us Quakers take it quite seriously, our Quaker pride. Um, and I joined the board about three years ago. Um, we're an entirely volunteer-run organization, which... Um, as I'm sure you know, takes a lot of effort um, and a lot of just um, love for the school and wanting to pour this effort and time into it. Um, and we had a lot of folks who were just, it was, it was, they had put their time in and they were, it was their time to turn out. Um, and we needed a lot more people to come on. And so there was sort of a call to the alumni to say, we need more folks. And so that's when I came on along with our current board president, um, Deborah, um, who's how this whole situation came to be about today. She's very sad she couldn't be here. She's recovering from hip surgery. So we're happy that she's at home taking care of herself. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, and also Herman Houston, or Houston, who is our scholarship committee chair, also came on then. And there's just been a lot of revitalization in the association and the foundation, which had a long history before us. And we're excited to be doing some new things like Rising Tide. 
Yeah, well, you know, when you think about the work of alumni for any, you know, um, academic institution, there's always these fun ways that you can engage, right? Uh, tell us about some of those pillars of y'all's work. Yeah, I think we've been doing a lot of that work, particularly, um, you know, as we're moving through COVID and coming out of COVID, of how can we be the um, the connecting tissue, you know, for alumni to connect with each other, but also so that current students can really like see and be proud of the long legacy of so many incredible Quakers who came before them. And that's really, I think, what Rising Tide became about, you know, let's show up, let's show out for the current students to show them what can be a really stressful time of year is your senior year to kind of think there's a right path to move forward, that there's all sorts of different varieties of paths and look at all the Quakers who've come before you who've taken all of these different pathways. Yeah, I think that's really so key, you know, being able to see others who have done certain things really puts it into the hearts and minds of those who are looking to make their different moves in their lives. And, you know, when you talk about the transition, so I have a senior right now, he's at Federal Way High and, you know, going through this kind of, you know, toward the middle of junior year and then like, you know, now senior year, there was so much because he's been such an amazing academic s scholar mm -hmm. that, it's like, okay, what is it you want to do? Because there's a lot of different opportunities for you. You've positioned yourself in that way. But him being able to see the outcome mm -hmm. of what it is, even just in my own life, like as a parent being an example. So, so I really appreciate that alum are coming to the table to say, look, we're here to support you. Mm -hmm. Here are some of the options available to you. How have y'all shaped up the rising tide? Tell us more about that specifically. Yeah, that really um, comes from the metaphor, a rising tide lifts all boats. Um, and Herman, our scholarship chair, really believes that that can lift up a school community too. You know, we talk a lot in social services about wraparound services, right? And that's, to me, really about creating a community of care, right? Um, and that, you know, rises hope when we show up in the building and as alumni and, and say, we're here, we got your back as current Quakers, as Quaker alumni. Um, it raises pride. It raises expectations of yourself and those around you. Um, and, you know, how can we be part of that community of care? Um, the foundation had a really long history of giving out scholarships um, starting in 2005 before a lot of us came on. And we also know, right, it's, it's more than just writing a check and handing out the scholarship. Um, it's it's really being in the school and showcasing to them, lending a helping hand. You know, I think as a bulldog, I'm sure you know Quakers are you know known for our swagger, right? Um, but not not every student might have that, and maybe they need the hand to be reached out to say, "I'm going to help you," or "Here's a different pathway." Um, and that's really about what the scholarships um, are for. You know, particularly just for Franklin students, which is a really unique opportunity to have an alumni association that has an endowment to be able to give out scholarship money in that way and really support the next generation. Yeah, this is important. And I, you know, I, I love the fact that y'all are connecting and bringing uh, these opportunities to the forefront of students' minds because you, you're right. I mean, there's so much that they're juggling, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, now this is like the, the leap 
from, you know, kind of being a child to a certain degree to really being an adult yeah. and like, okay, what am I going to do with myself? What am I going to do with my time? And how am I going to spend my inner, use my energy to like benefit others? And so having those kind of conversations with my son has really been able to help me identify, well, here were some of the things that helped me. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure y'all are bringing a lot of that to the table as well. Uh, so this uh, amazing uh, scholarship and career fair, y'all are clearly going to be talking about the endowment, the scholarships y'all have to offer. But, you know, you're bringing in some other opportunities yeah. for others, too, who may say, you know, maybe that's not my route. Mm -hmm. Tell us more about how y'all have shaped this event. Yeah, it really started as um, outreach in the in the first year about the scholarships. And then we sort of realized, oh, you know what? There's a bigger opportunity here. So this year we'll have representatives from Windermere Realty. We'll have um, the Seattle um, port here talking about port jobs. Um, there's going to be the Electricals Union, um, the new Bumbershoot Workforce Development Program, which is all about training up workforce in live events and concert industry is going to be represented. Um, uh, yeah, so we have a, a whole lot of um, uh, businesses who are also just there looking to recruit. Um, and also, we have expanded what the scholarships mean um, in a number of ways. Um, so we have a specific vocational and career training scholarship now, too, um, which is quite broad and quite open. Anyone who might want to get like a certificate or a training opportunity, sort of anything to further um, their own career goals. It's very open. It's a $2,000 scholarship. We give five out of those out per year. Um, so um, Herman has done a lot of work to really e expand what we mean by, you know, maybe just the traditional two or four year institution of post-secondary learning too. Yeah, no, th this is important. I mean, you know, I've been doing some work here and Converge was really um, integral in let's highlight the trades again. Cause you know, there's this idea that that's like some kind of tertiary path. Mm -mm. Oh man, I couldn't go to college. So I did this. And it's like, <laughs> no, not at all. And so really putting it into the hearts and minds of young people that these are real careers with amazing pay. You know, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, people, for sure. Yeah, we have to kind of dismantle those oh, ideas. Absolutely. Now, is this event only open to, I know the scholarship is only open to, um, you know, Franklin students. Is the event really dedicated to like, hey, this is supposed to be only for Franklin students um, or is it open to everyone? Well, it's during the school day. So I think that that would, it would be hard for someone in another school to come by. And we work really closely with all of the teachers to be able to create time out of their class to really come down and talk to everybody um, at the fair. Um, but of course, we're always open to, to talking to other folks. And we've really, um, you know, opened the doors to all of the community businesses in the area as well, who who aren't just Quakers. <laughs> uh, there we go. So there's some, some community collaboration, which is awesome. But also, I'll say this is a great model, too, that y'all are creating around. We're we're going to be intentional about doing this while the students are in the building. Yeah. So it's not like they have to come back. They mm -hmm. have to figure out transportation. They're already there. And we're going to utilize this time to really anchor it for them. Is this something that is pretty, um, primarily, I think, dedicated to seniors? It is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it's open to, to, to all students to come down and to see. Um, but absolutely everybody can come by. It's for a whole week at the school. Um, everybody's tabling there for about four hours for the day. So even in passing periods and as people are going to lunch, you know, they're seeing, oh, the electrical union, you know, what's that? And what's the port of Seattle? And maybe I want to get into real estate or yeah. 
Wow. Wow. Well, Halea, thank you so much for coming on today to shine some light on what y'all are doing. This is pretty phenomenal. If we have some Quakers out there who need to join absolutely the yeah. Alumni Association and Foundation, look right there. Let them know how they connect with y'all. Yeah, you can find us on Instagram, FHS Quakers Alumni, or you can go to our website, franklinalumni.net um, and hit us up. We always need more Quakers to help make all of this happen. And if you are so moved, to donate to our causes and our scholarships, you can make a tax-deductible donation on our website. Amazing. Halea, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having us. Yeah, absolutely. Y'all see, we, we open up the doors to Franklin Quakers here. Everyone knows we are strong bulldogs, but it was so great to hear what they're doing there to really impart some information and engagement with the students there. And it's inspiring. Y'all know I'm going to wrap up this inspiration right after this short break. Stay tuned, y'all. You're watching The Day with Trey. I learned about the ONU program through many different community organizations. The program, um, they're very good at making sure that you meet the right people. My favorite part would have to be the community building um, and also the volunteer opportunities as well. I've been working on my physical health a lot more. I've been intentional about that and they're very big on that. I'm still learning how transformational it is um, because there's just so much opportunity. It's a great program and they will support you. Visit the link at the end of this video to learn more. Hey, I'm Basil Gordon. You may have heard my voice on Hits 106.1 or seen me on Converge Media, but now I'm coming to TV. I'm hosting the newest show on Fox 13 called Back to Basa. Check us out every weekend for the hottest topics, interviews, the latest trends, and uplifting stories. We're going to have so much fun, and teams, we got you too. Back to Basa, Saturday nights, 10.30 on Fox 13, and Sundays at 10 a.m. on Fox 13 Plus. Hello, it's Marcus Trufant here, and for the month of October, Burgermaster and the Trufant Family Foundation are coming together. The Trufant Jalapeno Burger is great, it's going down, and a portion of each burger sold is going right back to the community. Ah. Go Hawks! <laughs> Let's make it happen. Town is the Tony and Grammy Award winning best musical. It's an epic celebration of music, togetherness, and hope. A Broadway musical like no other. This is as good as it gets. Hades Town. Playing the Paramount Theater October 31st to November 5th. Tickets at sdgpresents.org. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. want to send a huge shout-out to my guests today, Miss Marla Luzon and also Halea de Barros. I mean, when we talk about the different levels of inspiration they both just shared with me and with all of you today, it's clear that we can glean inspiration from so many different sources. And I will that you all are walking away from watching this with a real strong sense of inspiration. And let us not forget about all of the work that Devon Pickett poured into his community as another source of inspiration for all of you. You know, when, when you think about the fact that you know, one day it'll be our day. 
right? To be away from this plane. What is it we're doing now? How are we utilizing our lives and our energy to benefit others? How are we pouring into the next generation and into our community to make our communities better? Uh, how are we encouraging and igniting a fire with our local officials and our elected officials uh, statewide to really impart new policies and legislation so that resources can be funneling in to support those in need? You know, there's so many different ways, y'all, to really be a part of the solution. So I will that you were inspired today to grab something that you are saying to yourself, I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something because of what I learned here or because of what I've been experiencing. I'm going to get a part of it instead of just kind of watching from my own home or being in my comfort zone and not breaking out. I encourage you to do your part, y'all. See yourself as a part of the solution. And for me, until tomorrow, y'all at 11 a.m., Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.